News update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thank you very much, Yankee sports fans. Camp Stewart is with news and betting update. If you want that edge, cappers, you've got to get on the grid. We saw this one coming. The hammer has finally fallen. The Knicks have fired head coach David Fisdale today. New York also dismissed assistant coach Keith Smart after New York's latest defeat. Knicks coach Fisdale called the team's effort at sickening. Well, current Knicks assistants Mike Miller and Pat Sullivan are candidates to take over on an interim basis. This comes just hours after Fisdale led the Knicks in a morning practice, saying he wasn't concerned about whether he would be dismissed by the club. Fisdale's tenure ends partway through his second season with New York. He leaves with a 21 and 83 record that gives him a 202 winning percentage, the lowest for any coach in Knicks history. They're currently coming off two brutal consecutive 37 plus point losses and have lost eight games in a row. They sit at 4-18 and and are on track for a six-straight 50-loss season. The New Orleans Pelicans have expressed caution throughout Zion Williamson's rehab from his knee injury. They won't change when the rookie phenom makes his long-awaited NBA debut, according to the Pels VP of Basketball Ops, David Griffin. Quote, he'll likely not be asked to take a pounding on back-to-backs initially, said Griffin on the team's broadcast Thursday night. The number one overall pick has yet to play a game so far in the NBA after undergoing surgery to repair a torn lateral meniscus suffered during the Pelicans' second-last preseason game. Zion was originally given a six- to eight-week recovery timetable, but it's definitely going to be a hell of a lot longer than that. New Orleans, they sit second in the Western Conference with a 6-16 and record. Games and betting lines tonight, we got a trio at 7 o'clock. Orlando minus 3.5 at Cleveland, 210. Indiana laying two at Detroit. 212 is your total there. Brooklyn minus three and a half at Charlotte, 218 and a half. Four more at eight o'clock. Good one here. Denver and Boston. Celtics minus three and a half, 205 and a half. Golden State and Chicago. The Bulls favorites minus four and a half, 214. Washington and Miami. Heat laying nine and a half, 231 is your total. Minnesota at Oklahoma City. Thunder minus four. 219 and a half, 830 action. Sacramento at San Antonio. The Spurs, they're four and a half point favorites. 216 is your total, 1030. Lakers minus four at Portland, 225. Top 25 NCAA hoops, early one, guys. So remember, 630 start time here, Iowa at number four, Michigan. Wolverines minus six and a half, 143 and a half the total in that game. At seven o'clock, we got number 10, Duke, laying seven and a half at Virginia Tech, 143 and a half. At nine o'clock, Pitt at number one, Louisville. Cardinals minus 12, total 129 and a half. Jason Garrett is the Dallas Cowboys coach for now, but the organization already flirting with potential replacements. The Cowboys have, quote, have a very real interest in Urban Meyer, and team president Stephen Jones recently spoke with the former Ohio State coach, according to the NFL Network's Jimmy Slater. Slater added that Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley is still a strong candidate to take over from Garrett as well, who's in the final year of his contract with Dallas. Clemson coordinator Tony Elliott also on the list of candidates. The 6-7 and seven Cowboys now have dropped three in a row and still have a chance to make the playoffs due to the weakness of the NFC East, or we could call it the NFC Least. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, also on his local radio show today, did a lot of cursing and cussing when he came time for the Cowboys, and he is not happy after they laid their most recent egg in the Windy City against the Bears last night. Pathetic performance. The Indianapolis Colts have signed tight end Jack Doyle to a three-year extension today. Doyle has started 12 games for the Colts, amassing 36 catches for 377 yards and four touchdowns. Adam Thielen listed as doubtful with a hammy injury on this week's injury report. If he doesn't play, he'll miss a four-straight game for the Vikings. Injury news for the Jets. Running back Le'Veon Bell is fighting an illness. He's questionable to play Sunday versus the Miami Dolphins. 
He missed his second straight practice today. Also, Jet safety Jamal Adams also missed practice for a third straight day. He is questionable for Week 14 versus Miami. NCAA Pac-12 championship game from Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Number three, or 13, Oregon at uh, number five, Utah. Utah laying six and a half, total 45 and a half. Penn State assigned coach James Franklin to a new six-year contract that runs through 2025. Indiana, they've inked football coach Tom Allen on a seven-year deal. Baseball, the Nationals have re-signed free agent infielder Howie Kendrick on a one-year $6.5 million deal. And uh, the New York Mets have re-signed free agent reliever Brad Brock. And uh, Minnesota Twins, they've agreed on a one-year $4.25 million contract with catcher Alex Avila, NHL action tonight. Chicago, all 7 o'clock starts here. Chicago at Jersey, Devils minus 135, 6.5. Montreal at the Rangers, Rangers minus 115, 6.5. Arizona is at Pittsburgh, Pens laying 75 cents, 5.5 is your total. 9 o'clock, L.A. at Edmonton, Oilers minus 176. And at 10 o'clock, Washington laying 50 cents at Anaheim, total 6 on the grid. On the links, Gary Woodland has retaken the lead at minus 13 after three rounds of the Hero Challenge in Bahamas. But, man, guys are lingering. Henrik Stenson one shot back at minus 12. Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas just two off the pace at minus 11. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morentios, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Gabe's at the New York City downtown studio today. We'll talk to our buddy Babano and break down all the betting games and cards for tonight. So stick around, everybody. Red Heat and Rage is on Sports Grid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grand sports grid. I am Marantz. We're throwing it down here at Studio 34 on this Friday evening. It's championship Friday. Pac-12 championship action will kick off in about three hours' time. Uh, we've got uh, you know pretty big consequences for this football game as well. Uh, the Utah Utes potentially playing for a berth in the college football playoff. And uh, the Ducks are playing for the uh, Pac-12 championship and a berth in a Rose Bowl. So... We're going to tell you why over the next couple of hours that, oh, but Utah need it more and want it more. Um, why that's like a stupid thing to say. The raging redhead Cam Stewart would never say anything stupid. What's going on, Cam? <laughs> I don't know about that, Gabe. I've said some stupid things before, but yes, both teams do need it. I, I hate that too. Utah got to win style points. Got to get into the, the championship. Well, the Oregon Ducks want to win too. So yeah, that when people say, yeah, this team needs it more than another, I don't really believe it. Oregon obviously was the favorites at the start of the year. So that would close out the season if they can you know, get an upset win over Utah and knock them out of uh, potentially playing in the final four there. I think that would be big enough for them. It should be a great football game. I hear there's weather going to be in Santa Clara, a little bit of wind and rain. And uh, two things these teams do is stop the run. Utah is one of the best in the nation, only giving up just over 50 yards on the ground. And Oregon's very good too, Gabe. So uh, I don't really like it. You look at those totals at 46 and a half in a college game, but points are going to be at a premium, I think, tonight. I see a lot of defense. No, I think this game uh, gets there, Cam. Although I also thought last night would be an under. We all know I never win when I've been on unders and uh, add last night to the list. Uh, last night, we took a little bit of a bump. Uh, the account hit a speed bump uh, last yep. night. And Thank you me. know the game that really did me in? The football game, whatever, we're on the wrong side of it is what it is. We played an in-game prop, fell short. It is what it is. The Raptor game got me. Pascal Siakam, bro, I had over 24 and a half points. He got stuck on 24 midway through the third quarter. 
I'm watching the football. I'm like, well, at least I'm going to hit the Siakam prop. I don't hit the Siakam prop. The game stays under the number by like just a couple of points. The Raptors, you know, listen, I thought I was going to go two and one in the game, Cam. I'm like, all right, the Raptors are going to lose, but I'm going to go over and Siakam's going to hit. You know, we split on the ice in, in hockey. You know, but when it was all said and done, you know, we took a little bit of a, uh, you know, like uh, Kruger Industries uh, said at the uh, the company party, uh, Cam, at the end of the year. Boy, we really took it on the chin this year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Too much money on Dallas. Another lesson. I did pretty good in hockey. Got to balance out the bets. I don't know why I bet so much on football. It's stupid. Bet the same on everything. I'm putting everything I have tonight on the football game, so we're all in. Let's go. I've been waiting for this game. It's football Friday. Hip-hop Friday. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hip-Hop Friday. And uh, even though the uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, pimp, uh, the notorious uh, B.I.G. Uh, colors, he actually was a Knicks fan. And uh, the Knicks uh, make it official. It's funny because I just went on a rant about this, like last night. Like nobody, uh, No one really talks about the Knicks even that much. They've been buried so much. There's a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. But I was talking about Jason Garrett. We're talking about the Cowboys. And the Knicks are very similar in which they're sort of a behemoth business. They make a ton of money and there's like ultra frustration <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, people have defended Fisdale. I said he had to go. He had to go. I would have fired him like already, to be honest. I know he's a nice guy and all this type of stuff, but the key, you know, it's one thing if you're losing. But the key is, are the young players getting better? And the answer was no. Um, He's messing with young players. I complained about this last year about Fizdale. Players said, well, you know, the good thing about Fizdale is if you work hard in practice, you know, you can play. He'll put you in in the game. Uh, But the thing also is, they say about Fizdale, the problem is, you never know what he's going to do. I mean, you know, he had Robinson coming off the bench. He's messed with Knox, even though Knox is going to be a bust. Um, I have my serious concerns about what, like, what happened with R.J. Barrett. I mean, he made him a freaking point guard, man, right? Like, the development of the youngsters was not there, and the wins aren't there. And when you have neither, and another thing is, everyone's going to blame Dolan and stuff. Not, it's not Dolan's fault it gets cold in the winter, people, right? Like, it's not Dolan's fault that the players don't get it. The players tap out. It's very hard to lose by 40 every night in the NBA without not trying, right? Like, if you try, you won't lose by 40. The Knicks aren't trying. He go. Babano is in. Fizdale's out. Babano's in. What's up, Babano? Yeah, I guess for David, things uh, fizzled out. 
uh, in New York <laughs> with the uh, Knicks uh, for nice free. Nice win, Babano. Nice wow, shot. Letting it go. Oh yeah, yeah. I like what the punt. I like the punt. Oh, I saw I saw the lid the other night. Actually, oh, yeah, did yeah, you? yeah. I'm sorry, I haven't seen him in a while. Wow. It looks Look like he's that. Like, yeah, let's get the camera on the banner here. Look at that do. Look at that do. Everybody now. is absolutely stunned here by this. <laughs> oh. well, I got a haircut last week. No, no, week no. There. But, but Banner, oh. hold on, hold on. The other night you joined us and you had the hair and it was free flowing and puffy. You couldn't resist putting the gel in, huh? Like you didn't have yeah. the gel in the other day. Like you, you just can't help it. I know, I like Great it. Well, it's, it's 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 not completely slicked back right now, like it normally. It's like is. a hockey helmet. It's a yeah. great hair. I I enjoy it personally. It's great hair. Great hair. <laughs> it's pristine. It's pristine hair. Uh, as much as I could call pristine. it pristine. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, dude, you're not that like yeah Hispanic chick from uh, that TV show that does all those commercials. Uh, Modern Family. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, like, Sophia Vergara. Sophia yeah, Vergara. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's got pristine hair, oh, all right? This little condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got pristine <laughs> hair. Settle down, Babana. Like, no, but, like, I'm baffled, Babana. Like, the other night, <laughs> Cam, the other night, he actually looked, like, younger and stuff. And even Scott Wetzel, people in the chat, everyone was commenting. They were like, oh, look at the do on Babano. Yeah. And you said, yeah, yeah, you went to a barber or a stylist or whatever. And you didn't like it. You were like, ah, I'm not really down with this. But you decided to, you know, to go with it anyways. And you lasted about 48 hours before you reverted back to your own ways. Like, I guarantee you, next time we see you Tuesday, you're going to, like, you're going to have it all, like, bro cream down, Babano. Like, Babano, you'll be old and have plenty of time to sit in your local tavern and watch the Hamilton Tiger Cats play with your slick back thinning hair. Like, he's in a rush to do it, Cam. I don't get it. Like you should be like you should be like Colin Kaepernick, have like a wild fro and stuff, Babano. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know what? I'm an older man before my time. What can I say? Older folks and uh, older gentlemen in Hamilton. What do they like to do? They like to have a few brown pops. They like to go to the tie cat games. Believe yeah, put me, gel in their hair every week. Yeah, yeah brill cream, yeah. brill cream. You like that kid? Brill cream. No, no, no. Brill we don't cream. use that cheap stuff. We use something a little higher <laughs> potency than that. Higher Reminded me of a dude that wrote for the newspaper in Montreal, the Montreal Gazette. He probably still does, actually. I do not use um, VO5 hot oil. I'll never use that crap. But That's this guy, sure. Cam, he covered the horse racing scene. And he covered um, real estate and, like, the senior scene. I like this guy. Yeah, so, like, he was on the horse racing. He was on, like, good deals sort of for seniors. Hey, good good apartment complex over here. Only 1200 a month. And he was like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, stock options. He did like, but he didn't pretend to be, you know, it was sort of, you know, he took questions for people. I swear to God, man, I thought the guy was like 70 or something. I met him. He was like Babano. He's like, no, no, I'm 31. That's that's my beat. He covers like all the old people stuff. And it used to be an old people restaurant. I used to go there with my grandfather. It's called Murray's. (laughs) Good name. Oh, it was actually a chain. And uh, it was nothing but old people. This soup's too cold. But it was like comfort food, right? It was like simple, like... Mashed potatoes. My grandfather, yeah, was a very nice guy. But when it came to his dinner, Cam, he could get a little grumpy, you know? That's Scottish people. They don't like anything. No, he didn't. Like me and him... (laughs) 
Like every Friday, dude, we'd go to Swiss Chalet, me and him. Yeah, yeah. He, he he wants a good rotisserie. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, he, he was very particular. Like, Scottish people don't like things when you mix it up. Oh, like, I told you, you that story. There was a pea oh, in his potatoes once. Oh, yeah. He's I never seen him fight. so mad. He's like, how the F am I supposed to eat this? There's peas in my potatoes. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. I hate when I buy food and they put it all together. Like, they put the coleslaw in with the fries. Really? It's like, yeah. dude. The coleslaw is supposed to be cold. The fries are hot. So right. I gotta, you got a grilled cheese, fries, and coleslaw. It's all mixed. Like You can't mix it up, man. But, you know, anyways, that's just another uh, gripe. I'm sure Gramps, Yang. I don't want to see Yang yeah. in a deli when they get his sandwich wrong. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't want to do that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a turkey and cheese, and they had, like, coleslaw and, like, bean sprouts in it. I was like, you know what? This is new. I don't mind it, buddy. I, I, I busted down. Oh, you rolled with it, huh? Yeah, I, it was on. Yeah, I rolled with it, and uh, I busted down. I got to tell you, they put bean sprouts and coleslaw on my uh, sandwich. I'm not like, I'm not rolling uh, with it. <laughs> like, I, I, I agree. I mean, they sent me to the bathroom a couple times, but I worked through it, buddy. <laughs> Dude, you got to lay off the green beans, bro. Nah, it's the hey, coleslaw, we, I think, that did it to me, buddy. No, coleslaw is good. We Cap. can't pick on the Scots. We can't pick on the Scots too much. Actually, you know what's funny is I've watched a few no, sure of the uh, soccer soccer <laughs> matches on uh, TSN this year, and one of my favorite. Uh, it's actually fun to listen to Stephen Caldwell, who does a lot of the soccer on TSN. I love the Scottish accent. I love grandfather's listening. name is Haggerty. What the hell? Like, I can say I whatever that. the hell I want to say. <laughs> I know that guy, but man, I used to chat with him with that Mississauga indoor team. He was uh, he was part of the process till. Uh, the checks kind of got a little bit too small. <laughs> to get my drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, best yeah, yeah. He's, he's that, working, that's the that's on a that TSA. guy. Is the uh, yeah, he won't even with work your old for free. Is what groundskeeper Willie Jack. sees yeah. his parents. Yeah, I, I yeah, <laughs> like that's like. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know. I almost feel like we need a poll question. Should the Babano like take the brill cream out of the hair? Go back. Uh, let it flow, Babano. Let it flow. Flow, puffed I up look like the other night because I did it. I had it poofed a little more the other night. Should I be like getting it. this. I got to tell you too. Discussion my picks, not my hair. We need. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's another story. I lost a lot last night. All right, but we need like a woman's opinion. I'm saying, and I say this with all confidence in my heterosexuality, Cab. But I think Babano. I think the ladies would like it better without without the without the gel. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're, I'm saying, man, you're not Carrie Fraser. No, he's getting up there. You put it there for added sheen, buddy, added sheen. Yeah, added, added sheen. sheen, says, yeah, added I like that. Sheen. Some added I like sheen. sheen. He's got a good sheen. Yeah, but we need, like I said, we need, we need a woman's opinion. That's the thing. It's a good call. Ours, like, uh, you know, what, 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 what can I say? I don't even have hair, so. Yeah, good point. Like, I can't, I can't be giving uh, people advice. Hair tips, no. Uh, well, I actually can because I did have hair. Yeah. That would be like me right. giving advice to people how to be a millionaire when I'm not one. Not even close. Well, then. You're in the wrong business. Night. You're selling picks. <laughs> you better, like. <laughs> better start winning. Yeah, it's the whole point. It's the whole point. You got to be trying to make people a millionaire, but better. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with the DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer, the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And guys, remember, get on the grid. You want that edge. And find us at YouTube at Sports Grid Network, all fantasy and sports wagering all the time, and on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Now back to Gabe and Babano. All right, so there's been a little live movement. The game got up to seven. It's down back to six and a half right now. Total is uh, 45 and a half in the Pac-12 uh, championship game. As uh, the college football playoffs, you know, sort of kind of begins now, to be honest. These games sort of are playoff games. The only thing is, it's like real-life college football. The rich, um, the rich are privileged and have an advantage. Everyone else loses, and it's the end of the world. SEC loses, and oh, don't worry, you're still in there, Bill. Um, as LSU, doesn't matter. LSU lose tomorrow, they're still in. Yeah, I think if LSU lost 58 nothing tomorrow, uh, they're still in. Yet, you know, that's the thing. And I think Georgia could win the game. Georgia legitimately can win that game outright tomorrow. And then that's going to leave Oklahoma and Utah on the outside. But whatever, ultimately, really, we all know that, you know, Clemson, Ohio State, you know, to me, the undefeated, you know, if, if you've lost, then you can't really bitch after the fact. I, I will concede that. Uh, but... I like the Oregon Ducks. I won't even you know, tease it or anything like that. I don't mean tease the game, but I mean uh, prolong it. We've already said it earlier in the day, guys. Babano, uh, the Pac-12 championship game tonight. I like the Ducks, and I should tell, though, uh, people, I don't give a crap that it's going to rain in San Francisco. Big deal. You know, the Utah Utes practice in the freaking snow in the mountains. Uh, meanwhile, the Oregon Ducks, they're the Ducks. <laughs> like... Quack, 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 they quack. live in water. Like, you guys ever watched a game? Like, it's like people have never watched a duck game before, Cam. Because, yeah, it never rains before in Eugene. Hey, like, I it's say, never raining sideways and windy. And, you're like, people are like, well, Oregon can't deal with that. Oh, yeah, they've never played in windy, rainy conditions before. They live in windy, rainy conditions. I get it, brother. When I do my updates, I just give the facts of the situation that it's going to be. I didn't hear the update. I'm yeah, not yeah. calling you out. I didn't hear the update. Yeah. No, I just give people the, the meteorology report, who, and I'm not a weatherman. Hey, maybe I'm I, wrong. Maybe it's 13 no. 7. <laughs> who knows? Uh, no, Gabe, the one thing we do disagree, like I, I want to take Oregon as the side. I just think, you know, I, with these two, I think the defenses are very, very strong. It's a low total. I might bet the under or I might tease Oregon to the under. That's kind of my opinion. But we, Babano's our guest. We'll get to right. his thoughts on the game. I just want to note the Utah Utes have scored 30 or more points in 10 of their 12 oh, games this hot. year. 
They're not awesome. like they don't score. They average 36 oh. points a game. Babano. Yeah, I'm not going against Utah tonight uh, because first of all, they need the win. Second of all, they need to, they can if they want to build a margin and can build a margin. I don't think they'll hesitate to. And I don't like the tra- tra- trajectory of Oregon down the stretch. They're coming off two really poor games by their standards against Arizona State and Oregon State in the Civil War. Justin Herbert, I don't know what's wrong with him. The last couple of weeks, he's been ordinary at best. He's facing the best defense he's played in conference play now. I've got concerns here about Oregon, and we can talk all we want about. Now, Oregon's, you know, Utah relies on their defense, their pedestrian offense. This is one of the better Utah offenses they've had in a long time. Tyler Huntley's been great. A dual threat quarterback, 75% completions, great passer efficiency, 16 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Zach Moss running the football has been great. The Oregon defense at times has been uh, problematic against physical offensive lines. They're going to see one here in Utah. I didn't want to lay six and a half, but there's no way I could back Oregon. Uh, Utah is the team I believe in. They're going to try to extend a margin if they can. The weather, it probably it benefits Utah more than Oregon because Oregon relies more on the pass than Utah does. So I've got concerns here about the Ducks. And by the way, this game is a prototypical game as to why uh, I don't know how Albert Hammond made himself a musical millionaire out of the song It Never Rains in California when he's got nothing but lies, lies in his lyrics. I mean, my goodness, It Never Rains in California. Who came up with that? He got he had a huge hit off that song in like the 70s. But nevertheless, uh, I'm not going in front of Utah in this game. Quite a rare that. reference there. It fell on yeah, deaf sure ears. Sure was. I'm like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, I, so I was waiting for a punchline. <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, the Bay <laughs> Area, Southern California. California. Yeah. Southern California and Northern California are like two different worlds, right? Never rains yeah. in Southern California. Northern California rains rain, all rain, the time. Rain, rain, like eight, rain. That's a good point. I think the title of that song was Southern California specifically. Okay, <laughs> maybe we'll cut some slack. <laughs> don't they warn you? It pours and it pours. Yeah, I don't even know the song. I lived in California. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> 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 great. You study, you study this one, Babana? Like, I want you to come up with this one. But I just said before you came on, they want it more. They need whatever. Like, like honestly, you think the kids on the Ducks, like, don't mind? Like, you think the kids on the Ducks right now are in the locker room thinking, I don't mind if I lose this game tonight. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they need it more than us. It's okay if we lose tonight. I don't think if I don't think if you're, you're if you're handicapping motivation for these games this weekend, you're doing it all wrong, in my opinion. Oregon. Still you just told us that was your number one point. You said they want it more. No, I said Utah will look to extend a margin if they're up in this game. Is what I meant. Is definitely what I was getting at. If Utah's leading in this game by three, by six, by seven, and they got an opportunity to tack on another touchdown, they won't do anything goes- stupid to try to like that would cost them the game. Like they're going to try to win the game, right? It will, but if it's I mean, it's like not, they're not playing Kansas, game. dude. Like, it's not, uh, all right, all right, that's just a pick. But they know, Gabe. They you just gave me, this is, this is like generic 101, though, Babano. I expect better. <laughs> they want it more. They're going to run the score up because they, they're they in the contention. Um, I have not been thrilled with Oregon for weeks. I mean, they barely beat Washington State. They haven't State. been playing. Let's good, not forget that weeks ago in Eugene. Yeah, but, but again, do I want six and a half sevens a steep price? That's why I'm not on Utah tonight. You're not getting a bargain on the U. I will play contrarian to everybody on this. And I'm not, I'm not the only one. Mark Lawrence is on board. Um, yep. A couple a couple other people are on board though with this. But there's they're both like this, this stuff. And I've heard it all week about, well, they, they, they want it more. And it's, they're playing for more. 
the Ducks are playing for a Pac-12 championship. At a that, Rose Bowl game. That's what college. Yep. Uh, that's what college teams play for. Conference championships. That was the goal to start the year. And the playoff and all that is cool. But, you know what I mean? They play. The Big Ten spin, the Bo Schembechler speech is about, we're going to win the Big Ten. <laughs> like, and we're going to go to the Rose Bowl. That was the whole point. To win the conference. You know, the Ducks can go to the Rose Bowl. They can win the Pac-12. Both team wants it as much tonight. Is there more at stake for Utah? Yes. You know, you'd be, you know, we can't be naive and stupid and say, no, no, there's not more at stake. There's more at stake for Utah, but they both wanted as much. Some kid that's on the Ducks couldn't give a crap about the Utah Utes and whether they're going to go to the playoffs or not, right? He's worried about himself. He's trying to get drafted higher. He's trying to win. A, he's trying to win. You know, he's trying to do a lot of different things on the way out here. Go to Los Angeles for the for the Rose Bowl. Go back home. Ton of the Ducks are from LA. There's a lot of little variables, and I think the pressure actually of the Utes, of all this stuff, the pressure is on the Utes. They're the ones that supposedly need to impress the people like Babano. Oh, if they can add points on this and stuff like that, like if they add another touchdown, who the committee will be like, oh, now they're in. Oh, they just ran one more. That, that cements it. We're putting them in now. They got to win the damn game. I could be way off on this because I am a U backer. I like Utah, but I think the pressure is going to get them. And I think this fact that the Ducks aren't the ones with this national spotlight on them will be able to fly under the radar and play their football. But you guys are both right about Justin Herbert. You know, he plays better against average teams and Utah's anything but an average defense. And you know what? That's why it's a great game to watch because you could see this one unfolding. I think the key is we're going to find out what Mario Cristobal is about tonight in this game because yeah, he needs to played, close it out. Yeah, it's he, they played very poor against Arizona State in that loss, and how under how that Oregon offense struggled as much as they did in the Civil War against a really bad Oregon State defense was really concerning to me. It's his job to well, coach they're these guys ahead. up. They were looking ahead to this game, but yeah, They could not, have been. They, they, well. that, that, that's possible. But they're not playing their best football entering this game. And this is up to Cristobal to coach a good game out of them tonight. We'll see if he can. Yeah, Gabe, I didn't really give an opinion of the game. I'm saying, I just said, come when I think about it, actually, six and a half, seven points is a lot of points. I think Utah, Utah squeaks out a win. I just not, I'm not sure if they're going to cover the number. I, I think they will win the game. I think it's going to be right there. I think it, I think the spread actually might be too high for this game, but I do like the under, and that's something that other people probably like the over. I think I think the defenses will will reign tonight. I think there's going to be a lot of problems with both offenses getting points, despite the uh, empirical data that you bring up, especially against about Utah and the prolific offense scoring 30 plus like all the time. I just think 10 to 12 Oregon, games. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon's defense is very good. Utah's defense is superior. They're both two very good defenses. And hell, yeah, to Babano's point, I guess, when you're scoring what? Not, not under 20 points against an Oregon State Beaver defense, it's going to be a hell of a lot tougher against Utah. Like, I just see like a 17 14 game, Gabe. I like old school. You know, it's going to be defense, defense, defense. That's just my I like the report. And the conditions play into it big time. Rain and wind. I mean, perfect recipe for an under. Yeah, but it's actually it's, sunny in San Francisco right now, Babano. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, is it in Santa Clara? No, uh, yeah, in Santa. It's sunny. It's sunny. We had a we had the guy on us doing the damn game on the Pac-12 Network, like uh, you know Yogi Roth this morning. It's sunny there. It's supposed to start raining tonight. 
They expect it to start about an hour into the game, actually. Yep. So, like, you know, once again, there's just sort of this thing that people think it's like some storm there all day. Right Right now, mostly cloudy, later scattered showers. Yeah, mostly cloudy. Ooh, I'm sure the ducks are scared. (laughs) Oh, my God, there's clouds in the sky. We're ducks. We're going to die. All right, we'll continue the, uh, the breakdown on the other side. I like the over, though, more than the Ducks, actually, guys. I think there'll be points. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. I'm not even a cowboy fan, like I said. Man, that was hard to watch yeah. last night. Man, that was bad. That was brutal. But Terrible. I don't understand what they do, Gabe. It's hilarious, right? Same MO. Let's go have a nice eight-minute drive versus Buffalo score and do nothing for the rest of the game. Let's do a nice <laughs> eight-minute drive against Chicago and do nothing for the rest of the game. Wow. What a concept, I don't know. Dallas. I- I don't know what was more brutal, the Cowboys' performance or me leaving Chicago plus three on the table because I was leaning that way all along and didn't bet it. And I'm pissed. Uh, we all, say it's the we Cowboys, Babano. They're a bigger story than you. <laughs> I, don't yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, we would compare, like, the, yeah, the, the, the scandal of the night. Babano leaves the money on the table. <laughs> yeah. Ego on this guy, Cam. Huh? Like, say. Uh, we, we, all, we, we leave a lot of money on the table a lot of time. That's, that's life. Uh, you know? All right. So, Babano, your official pick on this show. Oh, the Utah Utes minus the points. Yeah, definitely. If I if I if I'm leaning if if, if you got to bet it, Utah minus six and a half. All right, Cam. You're going with the under. Under. I'm going to go with the under. I lean Utah, and I'm going to tease uh, Utah to the under. Under Utah to the under. Wow. Gabe, you're on the Ducks. Quack 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 quack. I'm really on my own on this. I'm on uh, the Ducks and the over. Sounds like we all have differences of opinions of this game because Babano's not taking the under. Uh, every You're year taking- is different, but uh, yeah. same coaches. Uh, they played last year. 10-3. Uh, 32-25. Oh, sorry. I thought about the championship game. Okay. Sorry, Washington. By the way, I should point out. 32-25 and 41-20 the last two years. Last two times they played, it's uh, sailed over oh. the number. What's that, Babano? They didn't have their starting quarterback or running back Utah in that game last year against Oregon, and they still won by seven as well. It's another They'll put 32 up. Yeah. One thing with the Ducks, I will admit, listen, the Ducks have always sort of had a propensity to choke in big games, for lack of a better term. Not not really, though. Like, if they care, they, they can play well. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in the national title game, they barely lost to, to Cam Newton. That was a close hell game. It was like 21-19 or 21-20 or something. That was a really close game. But, like, in bowl games, they've rolled over before. Right? You know, their character is a little thin. I'll give you guys that. And, like, Utah definitely have more heart. You know what I mean? Like, the Ducks are a lot of, like, higher recruited guys and 
more finesse dudes. I can't, I can't deny this. The Utah Utes are definitely the more physical team. But the Ducks defense is better than people talk about, too. I, that's Nobody I like. talks about the Ducks defense coming into this game, Cam. That's why I like the under. I think Utah is going to have problems scoring against the Ducks. And conversely, I think the Ducks are going to have a hell of a time scoring against Utah's defense. I think it's going to be an old punch him in the face game, Gabe. I told you, I know points. It looks so Well, if it is, then the underdog could be worth a look at. I mean, if it's lower scoring, they could win 20 to 3, I guess. But they could, but. Yeah. This, by the way, one last thing on this game for me, this has been an impressive 15-year coaching run that Kyle Whittingham's had at Utah. It includes, a, what, a Sugar Bowl win against Alabama that one year, about, what, 2008, I think that happened. What he's done at this program is remarkable. I mean, you would not think that he would be able to ha- coax this amount of success for the Utah Utes football program in a conference like the Pac-12. He's done it. Uh, I'm surprised he stayed there as long as he has and hasn't gone to another job somewhere, but He's done a marvelous job there with this program. Yeah, he's a great coach. He was. Uh, he is. He used to be brought up in NFL conversations. Yet, I don't know. He's never really had an interest in leaving, to be honest. You know, Notre Dame popped up once before years ago. Yep. I guess around the Kelly stuff. There's been a few times his name has popped up, but no, nah, he seems to be pretty content at, uh, at Utah. He's got a good thing going, and uh, he's, he's happy with life. There's a lot of crazy rumors going on now about Urban Meyer and the Cowboys. That's not going to happen. Um, the stupidest one out there is uh, Peterson. Yeah, because Peterson did such a great job with the Washington Huskies. What? Peterson? <laughs> Peterson? Dude, to the Dallas he's the Cowboys? new front runner. Yeah, that's the latest rumor. Chris Peterson on the Jerry Jones going to interview Chris Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do that, Jerry. Coming a vegan. No, that's, that, that guy's not even on the ra- radar, man. Like, oh, that's God. Like, he's, yeah. All right. That's dumb. All right, but bad. The other one's making that. You have anything you want to share for tomorrow, Babano, or you want to get into tonight's card right now? Anything on the college football card before we get into the NHL and NBA? Yeah, we'll rip through them quickly. I laid six in the MAC title game with Central uh, Michigan. Uh, Jim McElwain's done a great job. Miami is here a little bit because of smoke and mirrors. They're in a weak East division. Central Michigan had the harder path to get here, and I just think they're the all-around better football team. They have a great offense with Dormady, the quarterback. Jim McElwain's done a great job. They've got the better defense, too. I think Miami's defense has really struggled down the stretch. I think the Chippewas can win that one by seven or more. You know, Ford Field in Detroit, there should be a decent following coming from Mount Pleasant, you would think, to support the Central Michigan side as well. So I think the uh, Chippewas win that game. They, uh, don't, they, at, don't, they don't really have any fans, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> like, what you say, like, yeah, their families will be there, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, at Central and Michigan. And the poor family. I guarantee you, there's going to be someone's brother on Central Michigan. It's at the game, and he's going to be watching like the Oklahoma Baylor game on his phone. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. The Those- thing is, you'd want to have it at another stadium, but that that's even more embarrassing. You'll see the empty. Yep. You'll see the like forty thousand empty seats or whatever. Well, but- Ford Field. Yeah, yeah. Then you bring it outside, though, Gabe, and then you got the same type of problem, right? Even It's even going to look stupider. Like It's just a problem, the MAC championship game. They have it in this big facility, and there's nobody there. You can sit wherever you yeah, want. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah you can yeah. stretch but, your feet out, kick your legs back, kick your feet back, and relax. Yeah, yeah the, You know what? Hey, listen, I like the MAC, so I'm not trying to begrudge it. They'll yeah, probably no, get about, I, I don't know, they'll get about 20,000 people or something, I think. Barely. Yeah, and, that's yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but that's, number, that's like that's giving tickets number. away. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, 20,000 if we give them away. No, no, like no, no. Yeah, yeah. This is where, like, yeah, yeah. Students are going to get free tickets and correct. there's going to be free correct. shuttles and buses and you know what I mean? Yes. 
Yes. This is why, though, it's it's too bad, and this is the problem. There's economics of football. Like, I had two years ago, the Buffalo Bulls, they needed to win, like, three or last four games to become bowl eligible. They did. They didn't get invited to a bowl. And basically, they did get invited, but it's like uh, extortion. Like, yep. they were told, listen, unless you can buy 7,500 tickets, 7,500 tickets, we can't invite you to a bowl game. Like, you got to at least bring, like, 8,000 people, right? Yeah, you're playing a stadium. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's like, you know, all right, this bad team brings 7,500 people. Another team brings 7,500 people. That's 15,000. And then the committee, all right, we'll figure out a way to sell another 15,000 or so. So, we'll get 15, 25, 30,000 in the stadium so it doesn't look empty, right? It's, you know, it's just, that's it's too bad, though, because... A lot of these teams at a Mac, they can't sell tickets to a bowl game. Exactly. Yeah, they're, and their fans and their students don't have money to go to a bowl game. It's just this another, whole. Another good point. Yeah, it's the economics of it. But you're, you're going to lay the points, huh, Babano? Yeah, I just don't think much of Miami. I will go through these quickly. I know we're, we got like 15, 10 minutes total. So here we go. Baylor yeah. plus the points and the over for me, uh, both side in total in the Big 12 title game. I was reading some interesting stuff out of Matt Rule this week saying, I think the problem Baylor had in the second half against Oklahoma the first time when Oklahoma came back is they they lost their aggressiveness offensively. He was talking about how they ran the football a bit too much. They were a bit too conservative with the play calling and the defense. There was too many three and out, three and out. Defense got tired. Oklahoma got going. So it makes me think Baylor's going to try to keep the pedal on the metal and keep scoring this week, which they didn't do the first time they did they, they played Oklahoma. I took Baylor in the first meeting. They cashed. Even though they blew the big lead, they still covered the number. I'm going to go to the well one more time i'm not as confident in it this time but i still not gonna trust oklahoma's defense laying big points and i do like the over i think we'll get points it's going to be in jerry world weather won't be an issue uh 65 i think that game goes over i like cincy the bearcats uh, against memphis in the aac championship game you think about last week cincinnati lost by 10 that game last week against memphis for cincy and luke fickle that meant zip zero that game they were already into the title game memphis needed that game to get into the title game desmond ritter's going to play it sounds like he didn't play last week he's going to be back here and you're going to give me that many points with a good cincy defense with quarterback back which should help the offense and i still don't think memphis defense is great they still give up big plays i think cincinnati hangs around they have only lost once by 10 points or more and that was last week in a game ritter didn't play in a game they didn't care about you know, Cincinnati's been a tough team to beat by margin. I think they hang around against Memphis there. I like the over in Hawaii-Boise State. I've been like the weatherman focusing on this weather report in Boise because they've been talking about rain, rain, rain all week. It doesn't look like it's going to be as bad. Light showers, not as much wind, not bone-chilling cold for the Hawaii kids. Boise State's one weakness on defense is their pass defense. San Jose State threw the ball against them. Hawaii threw the ball against them well. There's been some passing attacks that have done damage. Hawaii can do that with their passing attack, the run and shoot with McDonald and Cordero, their two quarterbacks. Boise's going to score on Hawaii, even with Jalen Henderson at quarterback filling in for Bachmeyer, who's injured. Boise still moved the ball and put up big points. With the weather looking like it's not going to be as bad in Boise as it was going to be, I think we'll see points there. And the last one I really like is the over in the ACC championship game, over 57 with Virginia and Clemson. 
Virginia's gone over the total in four straight games. Bryce Perkins and the offense is working, but their defense is getting shredded. I think we need to stop talking like Bronco Mendenhall's got a great defense. They've been ripped apart. Liberty moved the ball against them. Georgia Tech moved the ball big time against them. North Carolina moved the ball against them. Uh, Virginia Tech moved the ball against them last week. I think Trevor Lawrence and company are going to hang 40 on this Virginia defense. But Bryce Perkins throws an element at Clemson's defense they haven't faced a lot of this year. Dual threat quarterback. They haven't faced a ton of those this year, Clemson. So I don't think Virginia's getting shut out. I think Clemson gets you 40. Virginia can get you 20, 17, 20, something like that. And it goes over the total tomorrow night, Virginia and Clemson. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, can they score? I mean, on, on Clemson's That's defense. Uh, you know, yeah, they've been putting points up. That's a weird game, that game. I kind of get the feeling Clemson wins like 45-10 or something. They did. They just murder them. I mean, Clemson have been slaughtering people. Yet, yeah, there's just so many, um, so many, uh, so many, um, there's so many points to lay uh, in this game. Um, the L- the LSU Georgia game that total is interesting too at fifty five and a half. Like, does Georgia shut them down, or does Georgia get into a track meet with them and start trading points? Right, it's another tricky one. Georgia hasn't faced an offense as good as LSU. That's the concern. I know they've got a good defense, and people are using the argument all week long. LSU's not faced a defense like Georgia's. Hold on now. They played Auburn. It's a great defensive front. They've played Alabama. I know the defense not as good this year, but still pretty good at Florida. They've played those three teams, and LSU hung 400 yards or more in all of those games and put up big points in all of those games. I am buying more into Georgia hasn't faced an offense this good than I'm buying into LSU hasn't faced a defense this good. I'm not on that Georgia train tomorrow. Uh, I would only lay the points in that game. Bob Bano uh, with us. All right. Uh, all right. Well done, Bob Bano. You blasted through all your, your college thoughts. Me and Cam will echo uh, um, we'll, we'll share our thoughts for these games later. I'll be on tomorrow live at 3 o'clock. And uh, what time? So four o'clock is the Georgia LSU game. We'll yep. be on during the tail end of the uh, the Big Twelve, and then uh, Georgia LSU into Hawaii, Boise State, Virginia, Clemson, Wisconsin, and Ohio State. All right. Uh, so last night, of course, well, whatever, man. It's my lesson. You believe it? I played a parlay camp. They both lost. Tampa and Boston. Boston haven't lost in forever. Of course, I take them. They end up losing. Yeah, no, Chicago was... Uh, I hate one of, betting uh, on teams that yeah. I hate. I always talk, That's why I don't like Ohio State more, even though I think they're going to roll. It just bothers me. Like, they always... I just hate them, and they always screw me somehow. Uh, we hit the Islanders, though, last night. We hit the under in the Canadians' avalanche game. We lost the hockey parlay that we tried. Uh, we'll get Babano's uh, thoughts on the NHL on the other side. NHL, NBA, whatever he's got, a game or two. Me and Cam will share our best bets in the 6 o'clock hour. Game time decisions continue. Sports Grid. Pluto TV, Channel 517. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
action, fellas. We got a couple of minutes for a Cavs update. So we have NHL hockey tonight, Arizona at Pittsburgh, minus 180. Five and a half, the Chicago Blackhawks and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Devils with a new coach, same result the other night, uh, minus 135, six and a half. Montreal Canadiens playing across the street uh, right now. Uh, I wanted to go to this game, but it just sort of crept up on us, and uh, here, here we are. So Montreal and the Rangers, um, Canadians are minus 120. Total six and a half. Total feels high there, to be honest. Kings and Oilers. Uh, Oilers minus 165. Kings plus 140. Total is six. Washington Capitals at the Ducks. Caps minus 160. Total is six. Anything on the ice you like tonight, Babano? I like the Bleu Blanc Rouge on the ice tonight, actually. Montreal here uh, against the Rangers. I, I got away with one with the Rangers last night. Uh, I took them against Columbus. They won 3-2. They only won because uh, Georgiev was outstanding in net 47-19. to They got outshot. Uh, Montreal is starting to turn their game around. Okay, I know they're only one and three their last four, but they could have beat Philly. They could have beat Boston. They did beat the Islanders. I thought it was a game effort from them last night against a really good Colorado team with a first-time starter in net and Caden Primo. They still almost came back and to tie that game. They Ooh. fell short 3-2. Uh, I think Montreal shows up tonight. If you remember, this this game should be circled on Claude Julian's team's calendar. They blew a 4-0 lead to the Rangers in the middle of that ugly losing streak and lost 6-5 to to New York a few weeks ago at the Bell Center. Uh, I think Montreal gets them tonight. I think they show up. Price is back in net. Uh, I think they come out, play with purpose, get the win. I like it, Babano. I'm on Montreal, too. I had the Rangers last night as well. Montreal wins tonight. And Georgiev's in net tonight, Cam, again, but I don't like that because he faced a heavy workload, lots of shots last night. I am willing to – I'm pretty confident he's not going to be anywhere near as sharp tonight. Let's put it that way. Total six and a half. Yeah, only look under the total. David Quinn's I'd, I'd preaching look defense with the Rangers. Yeah. And I think Montreal, same with Julian. Julian's saying we got to play better defensively. They're starting to look that way. They've played unders in three straight games now, uh, the uh, Canadians, or six goals or less. So I think it could stay under that game. Ian Cameron, Babano. Find him on Twitter at Babano. Thanks, Babano. All right, guys. Babano. Good luck this weekend. See ya. Have a good weekend. Major Redhead Cam Storch going to get us caught up to date. And then uh, me and Cam will flow through the board uh, here this evening. Get on the grid, sports grid.